Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Yes, big news with Liv and the PGA and the DP World Tour, remember, formerly known as the European Tour, all coming together under one umbrella. What sort of shape that takes, what it's called, I don't know. Um, a lot of people won't know any answers and even feel a bit sorry for asking Bruce Young to come on because he'll know as, as much as anyone, which is still probably bugger all. Bruce, welcome in. Uh, good afternoon to you too, Steph. Uh, yeah, look, you are right. I think uh, over here in Australia we received a a press release from the PGA Tour at some ungodly hour this morning. So I've probably spent the last few hours trying to decipher it all, and I'm not sure I'm any the better off. But I suppose in the overall scheme of things, unity needed to be arrived at. But whether this is the best model remains to be seen. And the devil will be in the detail, and the detail is pretty scant at the moment. So it's going to take some time to sort out exactly what this means for each of those three tours and and the PGA Tour, as you know, own not only the PGA Tour, but they own the, the, the PGA Champions Tour, they own the, the South American Tour, the Canadian Tour, uh, and Live Golf have been involved in the Asian Tour over the last two or three years as well in a very extensive way. So there's so many things to come out of this in terms of the detail, and probably there are only maybe maybe a dozen people that probably knew about these negotiations that were going on behind the scenes, obviously the heads of each of the tours and their legal representatives. But many of the players, or hardly very few of the players, clearly knew nothing about this. Um, so, yeah, a lot will uh, evolve over the next few days, the next few weeks, to try and work out exactly what all this means. Yeah, the, that was the thing that amazed me was um, Jay Monaghan, the commissioner for the PGA Tour, said they met, he met with the head of the Saudi group seven weeks ago in Venice. Now, Rory McElroy is head of the Players Union or whatever you want to call it. He didn't know anything. Greg Norman got a phone call five minutes before the announcement. He knew nothing and he's been the face of the Live Tour. I guess the secrecy just amazed me. Is the big thing here... The PGA Tour are set up, they're a, a lot of people may not know, they're a, they're a non-profit organisation. Live are a for-profit organisation, and it sounds like the PGA Tour, whatever it's going to be called, the world of golf now is a for-profit organisation. Well, the way I read it from the press release that we've seen is that the, the combined entity of those three organisations will be a for-profit organisation. The commercial rights that they each have and they're each now sharing uh, will be a for-profit organisation. But the PGA Tour is a standalone entity, which it probably still will be in terms of the administering of their specific tournaments, is going to be a, 
a non-for-profit organisation, a charity organisation, and that will be very important for the PGA Tour moving forward because they need that um, status in terms of continuing to attract sponsors. Many sponsors get involved in the PGA Tour because they see the uh, philanthropic nature of it being good for their business. So, um, uh, yeah, it appears that the PGA Tour will remain a a non-profit organisation, whereas the entity with all the commercial rights that are involved in each of those will become a for-profit organisation. Now, how you read that, I don't know. But one of the things that I think staggered me when I first read this this morning, staff, was just the bloody sheer hypocrisy Mm. of it all. I mean, uh, six months ago, two months ago maybe, Monaghan and his cronies were really, um, you know, completely against the idea of, uh, getting into bed with the uh, Saudis, and 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 now we find them singing their praises. It, it's bizarre how this um, this uh, arrangement has turned around, and their attitude towards the Saudis has turned around. So, I guess money speaks loudest uh, when it comes to these sort of things, and it's in some ways the morality of it leaves a little bit to be uh, a little bit, uh, yeah, to, to the imagination. I guess you could say. Um. I hope, well, I think and I hope that in three or four, ta- uh, three or four years' time, um, the state of the game of golf in the world, I think it will be, hopefully, better for all of this. It's going to be very dirty, very mucky. I don't know if you've seen, just recently there was a meeting of all the players at the Canadian Open and 90% of the players are against the merger. I'm wondering, mm. does Jay Monaghan have the power to make this decision or does he need sign-off from the players? And, I, and I'm picking we'll hear from Rory at some stage. Well, the PGA Tour is a players' organisation. Obviously, it's it's you know it's it, 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 all the players are members of the PGA Tour, and I'm not sure quite what authority Jay Monaghan has as their uh, as their commissioner to make uh, the final decision on behalf of the players who have had no knowledge of this. It would seem Rory McIlroy. It's interesting with McIlroy. I mean, this is suggesting that McIlroy's been a loser in this because, in many ways, he's been the spokesperson for the PGA Tour over the last. 18 months or so, but you might have noticed over the last six weeks or so, he's really backed off. Mm. And I think that's because of the fact that some of his form was, uh, was um, he wasn't performing up to his best. And I think he was being distracted by his support of the PGA Tour. So, um, yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about winners and losers in this. Uh, but I, I mean, hopefully, as you say, in another two or three years, There'll be a combined entity. Everybody will be working together. But there are just so many things to work out. Just scheduling. Where you know who put what tournaments are played where? Do Live Golf continue on? Does the, does the PGA Tour embrace the format of Live Golf? I, I, there's just so many things to be worked out. They may have already been worked out, but they're yet to be disclosed. And it's rather interesting you say because the Canadian Open is on this week and they had a meeting today or on Tuesday Canadian time at four o'clock in the afternoon and I've yet to see the results or any transcripts from that meeting. But it'll be very interesting to see if we are allowed allowed to see um, that the the results of that meeting. You indicated that 90% of the players are probably saying no at the moment because they don't know the detail. Um, But uh, that's an interesting in- initial reaction from the players. Yeah, there, there's a quote here from uh, Johnson Wagner, three-time PGA Tour winner. He was listening in on a mobile phone, and he indicated that there were 90% of the players present were against the merger. And he said, I think the most powerful moment was when one of the players quoted Commissioner Monaghan from Minnesota last year when he said, as long as I'm Commissioner of the PGA Tour, 
No player who took live money will ever play on the PGA Tour again. That very same money has changed the commissioner's mind. Exactly right. And look, uh, I've seen already seen some of those uh, playbacks from yesterday, from last year of uh, Monaghan and some of the comments that he was making about never be getting into bed with uh, Live Tour or the Live Tour players or allowing them back on the PGA Tour. But it's funny how money can uh, speaks volumes, it would seem. And, and in many ways, I mean, you heard that comment in your forerunner there to our chat. I, I think it was from Randall Chambly saying it's such an incredibly sad day uh, for professional golf. And some might suggest that's the case. If they can find a way to iron out all the all the all the, uh, the the issues that they're facing to try and get this to work together, then hopefully it will be good for the betterment of the game. I hate the term growth of the game; it's a totally mm. overused term. But um, but uh, you know, hopefully it'll be good for the betterment of the game. But I think we really need to wait some time before there's a general acceptance by the golfing world and by the players themselves to see whether or not this is going to work out. Yeah, interestingly, in in March the PGA Tour. They announced big changes to the 2024 schedule. So my understanding is Liv will carry on uh, for the rest of this year. But the PGA Tour said next year, smaller fields, 70 to 78 players, no cut line, um, not changing majors in FedEx Cup, but ramped up prize money. They were being forced by Liv. But I just wonder if the cost of litigation... The, the Live Tour and the Saudi backers, they weren't going away and the PGA Tour were just burning money after money after money in a fight that maybe they could have won, but they just would have been so hamstrung financially. It's almost think, like they had them over a barrel. I think this, that's played a big role in this decision-making process because there was a stalemate out there that appeared unlikely to go anywhere and it was going to be the costs were going to be Ridiculous. Now, the Saudi government and the PIF, um, the public investment fund that uh, that's obviously funded by the Saudi government, uh, they could afford it. They could. I mean, they've got a bottom, bottomless pit. But the PGA Tour doesn't have that, and it was probably reaching a stage where something had to be done in that respect, and there had to be some sort of um, compromise from the PGA Tour to try and alleviate some of the costs that they were running up. Uh, in terms of legal representation. So I, I don't doubt for a moment that that's played a role in this decision-making process. And you made the point about the PGA Tour really changing the dynamic of many events. And, of course, these designated events now that are each worth $20 million, mm. they'll have, the players will have will be able to thank the Live Tour. I mean, I'm not necessarily a Live Golf fan, but the Live Golf has really made a, a significant improvement in many respects for the PGA Tour players because they're now playing for a lot more money than was ever the case previously. Somehow the PGA Tour has been able to find some money hidden in some closets somewhere, I think. <laughs> the, the other thing is uh, Phil Mickerson joined for a $200 million sign-on, Dustin Johnson $150 million sign-on, um, and I found out this morning, I hadn't heard this before, Tiger Woods was offered $700 million to join and he declined it. Um, do, do they just have to, they, they don't pay that money back, do they just wipe that slate clean? Because here's what I think, Bruce, like golf was a good buggers. By and large, uh, you can put your line through a couple and they've seen each other at majors and they're just like, mate, this is stupid. What do we have to do? Yeah. I think ultimately they just want to all play together again. Um, and there was talk, both Rory and Tiger both said, rightly or wrongly, Greg Norman's got to go. We need an adult in the room. 
quite a while ago, they were wanting the fences to be mended. They wanted some conciliation. They, they wanted to sort it all out. Greg Norman, no mention of him in any of the releases, no mention of him by either the commissioner or the head of the Public Investment Fund. Um, does he just go off in his big boat and go fishing now, do you think? <laughs> well, look, in many ways, his, it, he may well see this as a job done. Yes. A mission accomplished. Change manager. Um, and that, and that, that will be, that may well have been the the initial objective that he was targeted at and what they engaged him to do. So he may well um, feel like he's had a significant victory as part of this. And, uh, you know, he's saying that he was not involved in it, but he, time will tell whether that's the case or not or whether he was aware of it. Uh, we're not sure, are we, at this stage, whether he was aware of it. He's certainly suggesting that this is completely out of the blue to him. But um, I think for in many respects... Um, by bringing Liv and the PGA Tour and DP and the Euro, I, I hate calling the European Tour the DP World Tour, but um, but uh, but you know, in many respects, he's, it's been it's a case of mission accomplished for him, I think. Mm. And my last question: How does um, how do you earn your PGA Tour card? How do you earn DP card? Races to CME Globes and races to Dubai and all that. It's it's a complete overhaul. Well, now the top, I don't know, two hundred and fifty pick and choose their tournaments from around the world. It, that is that is a hit. There's so many little bits and pieces that need to be sorted. Well, exactly. That's the uh, devil in the detail that I mentioned earlier. Mm. And I guess we'll find out how that all comes together over the next little while. But so many questions. Uh, it's, it's sort of answered a few questions, just, but it's raised a hell of a lot more, hasn't it? And uh, uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how they manage to try and bring this monolith now together. I mean, they've got all these antitrust laws in the United States, which which uh, really work against monopolies. And uh, those are issues that probably have already been addressed in some respects, but they'll be still fighting battles and they'll be fighting battles in terms of protesters at tournaments now, you know, against the Saudis and their, mm. and their uh, human rights issues and all those sort of things. And that'll probably gain even more momentum now, you would think, now that Liv and, uh, and PIF are involved on the PGA Tour in the United States. It's going to be Fascinating to see how this how all this evolves. Yes, I think it's going to be cloudy before it comes clear for quite some time. Bruce, <laughs> thanks for coming and chatting to us at such short notice. I always really appreciate your input. Thanks, Steph. Cheers. Here he is, Bruce Young, wonderful golf analyst. Um, so many questions, not a lot of answers. Give us a call, 0800 Love to hear your thoughts on this Live PGA DP World Tour European Tour conglomeration. 0800 Take your calls after the news.